This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Bob Fulton, who is Vice President and Board Member of Frontier Pathways Scenic and Historic Byways. They've got a meeting coming up, which is a catalyst for this meeting. Bob has a long history of historic restoration in the Valley and has been involved with the Beckwith Ranch and the Willow Schoolhouse, as well as Frontier Pathways. Bob, welcome to the program. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate you having Frontier Pathways is part of the Federal America's Byways program. What is that, and kind of how widespread is it? Great question, Gary. The uh, Scenic Byway Program is is uh, a national program, which was began back in the late 80s as part of a transportation bill, and it enabled uh, states, uh, all states in the United States, to designate their scenic and historic highways through their states. Our local byway was established in 1994, as I recall. What roads and geography are included within the frontier pathways? I'm sure folks have seen signs as they drive around. You bet. The byway starts in Pueblo and follows Highway 96 up through Wetmore and here to the western terminus in Westcliff on Highway 96. Then it backtracks down back on 96 east to uh, McKenzie Junction and gets on Highway 165 going south and uh, through Rye in Colorado City and terminates at uh, Interstate 25 at Colorado City. Now, that's a huge amount of geography, and importantly, it's really different. If you compare the history of the Wet Mountain Valley to Pueblo, that's the, that's soup to nuts. It definitely is, <laughs> and uh, a lot of lot of ecosystems uh, uh, throughout our byway, elevation changes and the topography. Now, what is the charge specifically of Frontier Pathways? I'm sure encouraging tourism is part of it. That's correct, and uh, that's our main focus and has been uh, since we Frontier Pathways uh, became a, a scenic byway uh, in 1994. And also, in addition to tourism, is to protect the, as much as we can and have an input into protecting our cultural and scenic uh, resources along the byway. Okay. One of the reasons for getting together when we are is that on November 20th at All Aboard from 5 to 7, is uh, you've got a meeting coming up that you're looking for the community uh, to attend. Tell us more about that. Yes, very important meeting for, for the byway. As part of the uh, byway program nationally, each scenic byway in every state has to uh, have a co- what's called a corridor management plan. And uh, in those corridor management plans, you ad- we've identified what the byway is all about and what our purposes are. And so uh, every 10 years, that corridor management plan uh, has to be updated because things change along the byway and, and mm-hmm. change in the community. So, so this so this one coming up uh, on the twentieth next week, part of that uh, process that we we are required to go go through in order to maintain our byway status. And who would you like to see there uh, from the community? Well, important most importantly is as as the public, because it it is we all travel on the by on our scenic byway. Pretty much uh, some people daily and some people uh, 
periodically, of course, but then also our government officials and anybody that has to deal with the public, we'd like to have them be involved because uh, we're here for them. Mm-hmm. Are you able to collaborate with other groups with similar missions or similar turf? Well, yes. Um, we, uh, we, we like to be part of the, our tourism board, uh, the chamber, Chambers of Commerce, CART, uh, with, with Westcliff and Silvercliff, and also the folks down in Wetmore and Colorado City and Rye. We're all uh, pulling on the same oars here. Who is on the board? Are they, do they represent the various geographies or different skill sets? Good question. Uh, presently on our board, uh, we have three folks from Pueblo. Mm-hmm. Then myself uh, for Westcliff. We, uh, Dorothy Urban gave us many, many years of wonderful service, and she had to retire uh, from, from uh, her community service uh, with our byway. And last time you were here talking about the scenic byway, uh, Dorothy was here also. That's correct. She's a wonderful lady, and we appreciate everything she's done for us. And then we also have one of our board members is from uh, Rye on their southern, ter- southern uh, part of the byway. Okay, so that's a pretty good split. Tell us a little more about what a corridor management plan is, what it looks like. Is it a, it's a physical document? It's maps? Uh... Yeah, all of the above. It's a physical document that basically puts in at our mission statement what, our, what, our, uh, what we accomplished on the byway and then what we hope to accomplish uh, in the future. It's basically our roadmap. As I recall, there are documents, there's maps, there's a little brochure that describes things along the route. Correct. We have, have maps, we have a website, frontierpathways.com, that folks can look on, look on to pull up and see what's going on with the, with the byway. And, um, and then we do maps. We are a nonprofit, so we, like all nonprofits, have to struggle with uh, raising fund, funding to pay for these things. To, but typically when we do that, it's all the maps are available for no charge to the public. Okay. So thinking about the route, what scenic and historic resources stand out in your mind uh, along the pathway? Oh, gosh, there's so much. We are very much in a, an historic area of, of, our, of Colorado and definitely of our country. One uh, spot that uh, we don't interpret now is Jackson Hill. That's the steep hill coming up, coming just at the county line on Highway 96. That's privately owned, the old Jackson, Jackson Hill stage stop. Then along in Wetmore, we have uh, Kit Carson Rock, which is just off the byway on the dirt road there. Then coming on up uh, Hard Scrabble, the wonderful history of the Utes and all that, coming up the, to Westcliff, and then of course what we have here in Westcliff is very historic. And then one of the major major things that we all have dealt with or deal with in the past and today is the significance of uh, Arthur Carhart, and uh, mm-hmm. this doesn't have anything to do with the uh, Carhart clothing line. But Arthur Carhart was a Forest Service ar- uh, landscape architect back in the teens, 19, and a um, hundred years ago, and he was uh, charged with the Forest Service to establish campgrounds and and uh, uh, pull-offs and things like that in in the national forest, and that's what got started for our campgrounds and and scenic pull-offs and things that we enjoy today. All started 
right here in in our county. It's uh, it's called Squirrel Creek Campground, mm-hmm. which is just south of Bishop's Castle. You'll see the the signs for Squirrel Squirrel Creek off to the east and uh, right above Beulah. So that's a very, very significant part of our, our uh, history in the United States. The Arthur Carhart uh, Pavilion and that, and that Squirrel Creek campgrounds, are that's famous on a national level, I would suspect. No doubt, Gary. It sure <laughs> is. It's wonderful. And, and uh, now the Squirrel Creek campground, is there's only uh, remnants of that, but uh, there's a hiking trail that goes down to that. And they, we, we're working on some things for the future to, uh, to make that more available to the public. Let me remind folks that we're visiting with uh, Bob Fulton, who's vice president and board member of Frontier Pathways Scenic and Historic Byway. Uh, Bob, let me ask you, uh, occasionally we see buses in the valley. Frontier Pathways has a hand in some of those? Yes, we do, Gary. Uh, part of our ways, one of our ways to raise money uh, for, to carry out our mission is we do um, historic uh, and scenic tours. Right now, we're just starting. We're, we're mani- running those out of Pueblo mm-hmm. and, and, and different uh, tours around along the byway, but one of them does come into the Wet Mountain Valley and takes in the um, historic a- uh, assets that we have here, such as Beckwith Ranch and Willow Schoolhouse and, and our, in our community as a whole. And then we... Uh, partner with some local businesses to, uh, to take care of their, the visitors that come on, on those buses. Very good asset for us. As we record this, we're ending uh, 2019. Are there plans for bus tours in 2020? Yes, sir. We have two, two board members, that, uh, Deborah Espinoza and Laurel Campbell, who work diligently and done an awful lot of work, all as volunteers, by the way, to establish these and uh, working with uh, bus tour companies, going to uh, tourism conferences and things like that in order to promote what we're doing. Frontier Pathways uh, owns a piece of land at uh, mile marker 3.5, approximately on Highway 96. There's been some work on that. But what What's the status of that? Thanks for asking, Gary. That's uh, one of my little projects that I'm... Uh, hoping to make some great progress on next year. But, uh, yes, there's a little um, quarter-acre piece, a triangular piece, just east of Silvercliff, what's in Silvercliff, and on the north side of Highway 96. And uh, we last year we put in the entryway per CDOT uh, um, uh, requirements, and you'll see a hunk of asphalt there going to a vacant piece of land, and that's where we're going to have a scenic overlook, mm-hmm. which I've, I've envisioned will be an awesome asset for our communities. It's a wonderful spot to be able to see many of the assets, both view and historically, that we have here. And as one drives down Highway 96, it's not uncommon to see folks pulled off on the side of the road taking photographs. That would be a much safer place, and it's a ideal location. Yes, thank you, Gary. That's exactly why our board at the time, uh, uh, about uh, six years ago, I believe it was, uh, we that property became available thanks uh, Mel Mel Porce, um, uh, vision, and we purchased that. So we own that, and uh, and we'll be working closely with. We have worked with CDOT, and then also we'll be working with uh, local businesses and other nonprofits to make that a very welcoming spot for folks to stop and see what's ahead and what's and then also to take those photographs that lots of people do. And remind us in the ideal 
situation when that might be open? It's going to take some time, I would guess. Well, it's like everything in the nonprofit world. It takes do- <laughs> takes dollars, and uh, so we we haven't we've yet to do do any fundraising. We uh, we'll be starting to do that and, and working on participation. So we have to first off get our plan together as to what it's going to look like and what we everything we want to have in there. But I definitely want to make it to where it's um, the visitors that stop there will be able to see and, and help them find out where they may want to visit and go to while they're in our community. We'll look forward to that. Now, if someone had an extra afternoon on a sunny day, and wanted to explore Frontier Pathways, what would you suggest? One of our most visited sites on, on the byway, of course, is Bishop's Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a real treasure. Another uh, treasure we have uh, that we helped uh, fund, gosh, uh, back in the early 2000s, was uh, the um, Mingus Cabin, which uh, when you're going south on 165 and go over Bigelow Divide, the first... Uh, Forest Service Road to your left, going down Bigelow Divide, and you take that in about a mile up the hill, and you'll come to the Mingus Cabin, which is part of the Forest Service Cabin Rental Program, but it's a perfect uh, spot for seeing some of the old um, original homesteaders. Uh, there's a log barn there and a log cabin that uh, that that folks can, can rent from through the Forest Service Rental Program and see what it was like. Uh, may have been like back in the early 1900s. Interesting. As we run out of time, let's remind folks that Frontier Pathways is hosting a review of the Corridor Management Plan. That's on the 20th of November, 5 to 7, at All Aboard Westcliff. Anything you'd like to add on the, on that meeting? Well, Gary, thank you. And uh, yes, this, uh, again, a uh, very important meeting we will have some lights and light snacks. Uh, we chose 5 to 7 p.m. to hopefully make it easier for folks to come. But it's very important, it's, and, and we welcome uh, more ideas, any ideas that folks may have that we can possibly work toward in, in our future. But And also, too, anybody would be interested. And in, uh, I'm the lone board member from Westcliff, and I'd <laughs> like to have have other folks, of course. And then also, too, uh, Commissioner Bill Kanda is on as our county commissioner liaison to the Frontier Pathways Board, so he's a, a great benefit for us as well. So anyway, hope to see everybody there. Any questions? Uh, we also be getting uh, uh, notices out in the papers, and uh, and thank you for having uh, having us on the radio. Thanks for stopping by, and I can say, having seen parts of the corridor management plan. There are a lot of details there that one wouldn't expect. Bob, thanks for being here this afternoon. Thank you, Gary, for hosting. I appreciate it. We've been visiting with Bob Fulton, Vice President and Board Member of Frontier Pathways Scenic and Historic Byway. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 